Story for a second. Look at the bigger picture. I mean, how does the um, Internal Revenue Service function? It, it's a very strange system where you file your tax return and you tell the government they owe you a hundred million dollars, and they say okay, and they send you a check for a hundred million dollars, and then after <laughs> no they problem. send you the yeah, no problem with sending you the check, and then and then after they send you the check, they go, we better investigate to make sure this is real. Wait a minute, <laughs> and it just check for a hundred million. <laughs> right. And, and it seems to me that if I was at the IRS, I would say, wait a second, somebody wants a hundred million dollar check, you know. All right. Before guy you puts write in, the check. Yeah. Right. Yeah, OK. Somebody says they're owed 20 grand. OK. So. All right. But a hundred million should trigger some kind of like investigation where the person who claims they're owed a hundred million dollars has to prove to the IRS before they hand them the check. Now, the IRS has been suing Donald for uh, for over four years. Trying they're to get like their hundred million bucks. Chasing him. Yeah, but they're chasing him for money they gave him. Well, this is the thing. If you, you know, if, if have, I don't know if you've ever been audited by the IRS. I have. But it's for like pennies compared to yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And they hound you. Oh, my God. And <laughs> you know. They absolutely hound you. And then they get a return that says, you owe me a hundred million dollars. And they just sit down and write a check. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out how to rig the system because <laughs> I know with me, I, I am so straight. I don't ever want to be audited and have even anything under question because I know people who make all kind of whacked out deductions and all this. I go, fuck that. I get a paycheck. I got one employer, Sirius XM. They send a paycheck. There ain't no fooling anybody. I can't uh, hide behind some corporate shell or some kind of weird thing. So, I mean, I'm a straight shooter. I pay a lot of fucking taxes. I pay the maximum amount you're supposed to pay for a guy in my bracket. I know that. I'm never going to beat the system. Like oh, for years. Howard, when, I, when we first got into this business and, you know, everybody would tell you, oh, you know, you can deduct your makeup and you can deduct <laughs> no, this. No, you, you can't. Can deduct that. <laughs> No, I go, you can, I can't because <laughs> I'm paranoid. I don't, I don't want anybody questioning. First of all, taking a clothes deduction. Yeah. Take off your haircut. I go, that's all right. You know, I have to get a haircut anyway. I mean, I'm a straight shooter. I do not want to go to jail. You know, I'm not out. Especially for taxes. What are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. Right. My father gave me the best advice about taxes. He says, listen, if you're, if you're, if you're paying a lot of taxes, I mean, you made a lot of money. So he goes, look at it that way. So I've always been a pretty straight shooter, I must say. And yeah, I was audited one time. Um, and, you know, there was nothing wrong. Everything was in order. But it is a very, very but creepy it does. feeling. You get questioned and questioned. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, you got to answer a lot of questions about stuff. And um, it was a random audit. Um, Very random. What's that noise? You hear that? Oh. What do you hear? You're a ghost. I think. I think it's Sal. He's getting a message from Gary's brother, and Gary's <laughs> brother's here in the room. 
But, uh, yeah, you know, so I was like, wow, that's so interesting. If anything, it, it's, it's a fascinating system where you say you're owed $100 million, they send you the money, and then afterwards they chase you for years trying to get the money back. And uh, who knows what will be with that, but uh, we'll see. You know, there's so many weird things going on. I don't even know where to begin. There's a... Well, just before you get off that story, at one point, you know, when I left the Air Force, I owed the Air Force a little bit of money. And uh, one year I was supposed to get a tax return, you know, some money back from taxes. I opened the envelope. It was empty and said the Air Force took your money. So they can track $500. They can't handle $100 million. Right. I think I just think small. I should just tell the government, please send me a hundred million dollars. Yes. <laughs> and I like that, you know, Trump's figured it all out. Like he knows I'm sure, every way. Yeah. I'm sure he hates welfare, but man, he just got a hundred million, but who knows? I mean, I don't know whether something illegal occurred or not. According to the times article, the losses were inflated, but who knows? But, but they uh, say, you know, that goes on in the real estate industry all the time with the depreciation of buildings and the reemersion of capital gains in another building. I, I, I don't know how it works, but they say this is normal in that you know industry why, to have people filing those kind of things. You know why you don't know how it works? Because you're a straight shooter. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I couldn't take any of those deductions either. Makeup. I, I, I should write that on my taxes. I have makeup. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember years ago when I first moved to New York, I, I, had, um, I had an accountant. And he would say to me, I think you owe about, he goes, just, just, cal- you just kind of estimate how much. I go, estimate? It's either I owe it or I don't. I ain't estimating anything. I want to yeah, no, 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 this is the way it's done. Figures, you, you yeah. Just send in the money and then they'll send it back to you. And I go, no, 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 no. And I went to the accounting firm that, uh, you know, someone recommended to me and they said, no, that's not the way you do it. This is an exact number that you owe and that's it. It's no estimate. Well, but. you know that I didn't pay taxes for a little while, you know, like I got confused and I was under so much stress at NBC. It was like when the taxes showed up, I had to pay Maryland taxes, Washington, D.C. taxes, and New York taxes. I was like, I can't handle it. I threw it all in a drawer and and just never went back to it. And then the next year came, and I thought, well, I can't pay my taxes now because I didn't pay them last year. And this went on for about five years. And then one day I'm driving home, and I hear the news that a soap opera actor was going to prison because he didn't. <laughs> You're damn right, he is. Taxes. Yeah. And I went right home, and I called Don, and I said, "Don, I have to confess, I haven't paid my taxes for five years." Only you. And then I got it all straightened out. But you know, just the idea that Donald Trump doesn't pay taxes like i was i could have gone to jail and i didn't owe nearly what donald trump owes yeah yeah you were a little wacky with like i remember there was a point where you you had like car license issues your driver's license issues and i don't know there was all kind of you know what i was laughing because um um, machine gun had his issues with having lost his license. I lost my license yeah. too at one point because I well. had so many speeding tickets. And so when the, when the, um, judge said, we're taking your license, 
And I said, oh, you can't take my license. He said, oh, yes, I can. I said, but you suspended my license for a year already. It's been suspended for a year. He said, but you didn't know it because I had no idea that my license was suspended. I was driving around without a license and didn't even know it. And so he says, you didn't know it. So you're going to spend another year without a license. And this time you're going to know it. And so I said, okay, well, I have to get to work. And he said, all right, I will allow you to drive to and from work and to and from the motor vehicle department. But that's it. And well, I said, okay, so I'm always going to work or I'm always going to the motor vehicle department. Yeah, well, I used to tell people, and I'm embarrassed to say this, I'm working with a criminal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were like, why? I go, well, I like her, but she's a criminal. She's a, she's a pull-out gangster. She doesn't pay taxes. She doesn't have a license. She just say, fuck you. She was the original. You were the original OG. I'm OG. That's right. OG. You're OG. Whatever the fuck that is. Original gangster. Yeah, Robin's out there, man. She's hardcore. Uh, could have done serious time. I could have, yeah. Yeah. No, but there's so much craziness out there. Really is. What was a... Um, I mean, I mean, there was one story after another that was so fucked up. Just, just, you know, I read this stuff and I, and I go crazy. There's a, there's a town out there named, um, this is, this is crazy. There's a town out there named Swastika, New York. Okay. What? Swastika. Yeah. Like really? what the Nazis were into. Swastika, New York. And, um, exactly. And, you know, they had a big vote just recently whether or not they should keep the name swastika new york it's like when the you know it, it's like when the redskins refused to change their name the washington redskins come on fucking american indians were just you know the native americans in this country you know they got shit on i mean so bad i mean the country was founded on we came to this country the european white people and they they just raped the women they killed them they took the land so give the guys a break and don't call it the washington redskins so Swastika, New York, same thing. We, how many people in this country died fighting the Nazis? You know, the whole thing. They take a vote, and guess what they voted? What? Keep it? Keep the name Swastika, New York. They decided that, people. they said, look, ta the town was named in the 1800s, and it was named not after Nazis. It was named after, in Sanskrit, there is a swastika. And uh, it wasn't based on it. And the swastika in Sanskrit means good fortune, good fortune. And I'm like, you know what? So what? I don't, yeah. So what? <laughs> Most people don't know that. You might know that. I mean, you're a proud swastikian. <laughs> but... Most people think you're a bunch of Nazis because the town is named Swastika. And by the way, it might really give some people some PTSD. <laughs> the name of your yeah, town. Yeah, they might get a little shaky when they drive through your town. And if your town, Swastika, really means good fortune, how about naming the town Good Fortune? Yeah. That's my vote. You know? People good don't fortune. make sense, Howard. Yeah. Because to like Jews anyway, the Swastika doesn't mean good fortune. Kind of no, means it was the no opposite. Good fortune. There was no, no good. There fortune. was nothing good about it. So <laughs> they voted to keep the town. 
And they're going with the Hinduism, Buddhism. For thousands of years, they had the swastika. But, you know. Like, I would like to see these people. None of them know Hindu or Buddhism no, or anything. No. They're like, hey, I heard we're Hindu. <laughs> <laughs> you can only imagine. You know, I say, fuck it. Name the town the final solution, New York. <laughs> right, why why, why put it any other way? It. Yeah. Yeah. Auschwitz. Call it Auschwitz Jr. <laughs> oh, God. You know, there was a town. This is the craziest thing. There was a town named uh, Dead Negro Hollow in Tennessee. Dead Negro. Mm -hmm. Dead Negro Hollow. Somewhere in their history, they said, you know what would be a cool name for our town? Dead Negro. I guess We're they are had... going to scare the crap right. out of all those black people. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it Dead Negro Hollow. When our kids go to school, they're not going to see any black people at Dead Negro <laughs> Hollow. You know, you're not welcome. But they even changed the name. When was that? that 2019. Finally, they let go of it. It was it was just a couple a year yep. ago. A year ago. <laughs> It was a year ago. Oh, my they goodness. Were, it was Dead Negro, Tennessee. I mean, you could drive to Dead Negro, Tennessee a year ago. That's how and fucked up things are. did they have a sign are. or did they just take it down? Oh, they had a neon sign. Are you kidding? <laughs> Glowed in the dark. When you're, listen, when you name your town Dead Negro and you keep it till 2019, that means you're all in on racism. You're in oh, on yeah. it. I mean, that's it. You're all in. I you would know. imagine that, you know, the whole town was Klansmen. <laughs> Yeah. Now, you know, you would think that there's some kind of government that could force people to change the name of the town from, you know, Dead Negro, Third Reichville, you know, whatever it is. But the, the, the government, I, now I did some research. The government did step in a couple of times uh -huh. because there was a bunch of, after World War II, there was a bunch of like um, Jap Creek, Oregon. A oh, lot of. We're actually naming themselves this. Yeah, no, there were 200, they, they said it were over 200 anti-Asian towns. Whew. So uh, I think the government stepped in and said, you have to, you can't be, you know, a Jap Creek, Oregon. Uh, well, you know, they won't let you have some license plates, but people were getting away with murder for these town names. Right. But uh, the racist name, you know, if you want to have a cool name for your town, go with sex, not racism. There's... Uh, when I was six, I heard about Intercourse, Pennsylvania, and I yeah. thought that was the greatest fucking thing. Then I turned seven, I and I was not into it. Sign. Yeah, yeah, Intercourse, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Here, here, and here's more research: Climax, Michigan. That's a fun name. Bald Knob, Arizona. <laughs> Butts, Georgia. This is the best. Felch, Michigan. <laughs> is it what is felching again? Isn't that where you do something to your vagina or your asshole? I, I don't know that what. Was no, ass, uh, some ass play. I may, be, Howard, I, I may be incorrect, but I believe <laughs> felching is when a guy has sex with a woman anally, right? And then he comes in her ass, and then he sucks out the semen. I oh. think that's what it is. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh. Who does that? Who was Mr. Felch who had that named after him? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Felch, Michigan. But at least, you know, it's not offending anyone. Like, uh, right. Cunt Lips, Alaska is another nice place you can go to. <laughs> oh, here's one. There. This is for real. Dick Shooter, Idaho. For real. I swear. Dick Shooter, Idaho. Beaver Lick, Kentucky. And Booger Hole, West Virginia. And this is another bodily function. PP Creek, Ohio. PP. -E -E 
P.E.E. Creek. Mm. Yeah. Do they? What are the property values uh, in P.P. Creek? <laughs> Got to be good. Probably peaceful. I'll bet you. I bet you the property values are high in um, Dead Negro Hollow in Tennessee. <laughs> the people are like, "Yep, that's where we're going." Can you imagine? In this day and age, it that took you keep that name. Yeah, it's wild. Like somewhere at like maybe 2010, they might have voted to get rid of that name. <laughs> and you know, people are still walking around there. They can call this town whatever they want, but we're dead Negro. I don't right. care. Yeah, you know who was thinking of moving to dead Negro was um, Shuley. Uh, was his second choice uh, really? after Alabama. After right. wherever he is in Alabama? <laughs> no, he was going to Dead Jew, uh, Alabama, but then he swastika switched. Swastika was where he was, was going to move. He was going to go to Swastika. Yeah. yeah, one thing good about living in Dead Negro Hollow is there ain't no white flight. We all stay. There ain't no reason to leave. Wow. There's no busing, no, no nothing's going on in Dead Negro Hollow. You they they even worry. said to his, they even said to historians, how did this name come about, Dead Negro Hollow? I mean, really, what is the origin? And there was like conflict, but the, to the best of this historian's knowledge, they believe Dead Negro Hollow was named after a black guy who was killed by white people after the black person discovered a silver mine there. So this poor guy discovers a silver mine in in Tennessee. And the white people like, fuck this. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You're not getting a silver mine. If you think something good is going to happen to you, you're done. So they yeah. probably took him to a tree, and you know what they did. And they said, not only are we, is this horrible what we're doing to you and your family and taking away your silver mine and hanging you, but uh, we're going to celebrate it at least by naming the town after you. Right. Dead like Negro they didn't Hollow. even give it his name. You know, they wanted <laughs> no, you to no. be sh- wanted to be sure you it's understood. Un- it's what unbelievable. Was going on. <laughs> well, there was one Negro who lived here, but now there ain't. <laughs> you know, he discovered a silver mine. That was a bad move. <laughs> yeah, that is like a bad thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they named the town after that heinous act rather than sort of keep it quiet. Oh, no. They proud of it. <laughs> yeah. And, that and was didn't. The thing about racism back then, they were proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, there has been progress. At least some people are a little embarrassed by it. They yeah, keep some it on people the down are, low. Are ashamed. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was a crazy fucking story. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of weird shit going on. They, and you um, wonder why people had trouble traveling through the South when they wanted to perform. In yeah, oh, you got to be nuts. You might South. wind up going through Dead Negro Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> you know who actually, this is, you know who has a, um, a summer home at Dead Negro is uh, Mel Gibson. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> very famous. It says it's lovely. Beautiful mountain ranges. Oh, lovely. very quiet. Very you know, quiet. It's just. Peaceful and yeah. everybody looks the same. Yeah, thinking of making a movie there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Negro. Unbelievable. And even like at least updated to Dead African American. 
Negro, they were, you know, they even like. Well, it was Negro. It could have been worse. It's, uh, that's true. At least it was Negro. You're right. <laughs> Negro. I mean, that was a little bit of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for not using the N word. Um, the mayor of Swastika, New York, wants to defend his town's name. Let's say good morning to him and try to understand his point of view. Yes, Mr. Mayor, how are you? I see the whole town is with you. And you say the swastika is, uh, it's not a, a German thing. You're, you're, you're saying it goes back to Sanskrit, an Indian uh, kind of deal. Well, I got to tell you, he's very charismatic, this mayor, I must I'm, say. I'm listening to every word. Yeah, I think I might have. Did I offend you, sir? <laughs> Thank you. Great orator. Great orator, I must say. I'm very impressed with that little little town every and their mayor. Every time I hear those tapes, I'm like, who listened to this? <laughs> hmm. The other weird thing I read was that the MTA here in New York, which is uh, the Mass Transit Authority, they had to officially ban shitting in the subways that there was never a law in the books forbidding you from making duty on the subway. You and mean Robin, in the train? In the or, train. Okay, not at the In stadium. the train. Well, <laughs> you know, they do have bathrooms. Robin and I took the subway for many years when we worked at NBC. And, uh, you know, you one of the things you learned if you become a street-smart New Yorker was that there were times you'd walk into the subway during rush hour, as we did, and you got excited because one of the cars was completely empty. And you'd say, oh, my God, we can get a seat. It's nice. There's nobody there to bother you. But you come to quickly learn that if you walk into an empty car, it's going to smell like it, it means somebody took a shit on one of the seats and the whole There's car reeked. reason for it, yeah. Yeah. And no one is in that car. It is so foul uh. and so bad because people would just, homeless people would pull down their pants and shit. And they do have bathrooms uh. down in the subway. But the problem is they're so scary that homeless people are afraid to oh. go in them. So they just shit right on the train. So the MTA actually passed a law saying you are not allowed to shit. Now, do you think people wait for, like, a, a, a transit officer to be around <laughs> to arrest them before they take a shit? I don't know. There's very few <laughs> transit officers down there. I used to love the um, the, the Red Beret guys, uh, the Guardian Angels, because yes. uh, they would be down there. You'd feel a little bit safe. You know, it's they don't have enough police down there because, you know, they don't have the budget for it. But uh, I don't know. It, it, it just was bad. and. I, I mean, just everybody. How they're going to catch the culprits. That's all I'm saying. It's hard to actually. You never actually. Very few times do you see the person actually shitting. I know people who have seen the culprit. Yeah. You know, the worst shitting story I ever heard on a subway was, uh, and I, oh my, it's just unbelievable. Richard Christie, who is gross to begin with, he was on the subway. And it was empty, and he's from Kansas. He didn't know what was going on, and he was like, oh, my God, an empty car. This is great. And he took a seat, and he sat down in a big pile of shit. Like, he zeroed right. He sat squared How down the on the shit. How did he miss it? Well, 
he missed it. He probably had the headphones on. You know, he's from Kansas. He's not thinking shit. You know, can't can't distinguish the smell. <laughs> right. So he sits in it. It's all over his pants. Gets up now. Most people, if you sat in some homeless guy's shit, you'd go home. Richard then was on his way to a bar to hang out with, you know, people and watch one of the games or something. He goes, and there's shit all over at the outside of his pants, and he goes to the bar and he spent the night there. <sighs> and and it's a, it, first and of all, nobody complained. Uh, come on, dude. It, it could. Uh, it must have been a hardened shit that didn't stick to your pants. I mean, what? <laughs> no, it was I mean, on there. It was. I had to get. I had to get napkins at a pizza place. As soon as I got off the subway, I wiped most of it off anyway. But (laughs) I was like, it was like a two-hour trip to the the heart of Brooklyn from the Upper West Side, and I was I was halfway like through my trip when I got on the L train. You're right. I had my headphones in. I wasn't paying attention. People were like waving their hands at me, like, "Don't sit down! Don't sit down!" And what are the odds that you even found the shit on the chair? I mean, you know what I mean? Like you could have sat down and it would have been bad just to smell it, but you actually landed on it. I mean, like a a square boom hit, like a, it's a one. It wasn't. Yeah. And it wasn't just a turd. It was like a loose (laughs) stool. I'm going to throw up. Oh, (laughs) sorry, Robin. (laughs) But I should have known because everybody like it was the only seat available on the subway. And I was like, oh, I'm my lucky day. I got a seat. But you went to Duff's, right? Because Duff's is one of those places that are fans of Kansas City and all that. Is that why you went there? No, it's a it's actually a heavy metal bar in Brooklyn that I love. And but it, you know, when I was living on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, it took me a while to get there. And, you know, an hour into my trip, I sit in shit and I'm like, God, I I'm not going an hour back to change my jeans. I just wiped them off, went to the bar. A a lot of the bar at the time was outdoors. So the smell like I just kind of kept to myself outdoors. But aren't you but but aren't you skeeved out? There's there's human shit all over. You don't know. I mean, it's probably a sick person. I mean, how do you not just go, you know. Is drinking that important to you to go to a... Hey, well, it is. I, I'm yeah. Asking. Yeah, what are you asking? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I heard you fell down on the street and you wrecked your hand. What, what You know, were oh, you yeah. drinking? Were you drunk? No, I was running. Oh, oh. look at that. Did you break yeah, it? It's, uh, I think so. I mean, what are you, aren't you in pain? You haven't gone anywhere to have it looked at? No, I'm going to see how bad it gets. It's all kind of gooey today. And as long as it doesn't get infected, but... I was running and dude. I just tripped on the sidewalk and fell. I, my hand dude. broke my fall and, dude, it looks infected. I don't know if it. it, it I think you're waiting for it to get infected. It looks infected. I think I you know. can go now. Yeah, because it's and infected. I'm like, my stomach's queasy too for the last day or so. Are so. you throbbing? Do you have throbbing pain in your hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah man, you're you're pretty fucking macho. Can you macho. move that finger? Thanks. No, not really. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's probably broken. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, we're thinking it's of moving a dead Negro and going over Let, there. Cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's my pinky. I don't use it that much anyway. That won't Probably hurt like... your drumming. It a hey, little. Richard. I can still play though. Hey Richard, this is your dad. I heard you was thinking of going to a doctor <laughs> about that finger of yours. We knew someone went to a doctor and they. Well, they didn't do so good, so you should just cut your finger off, because you got nine other ones. <laughs> hey, maybe I can cut it. If it gets cut off, maybe Jason will eat it. 
See you did later, you Bob. That, did you hear about that guy, the cake boss, who uh, he's oh, yeah. a reality TV star, and he uses his hands to cook. He's a great baker, and he was bowling in his family home bowling alley, and the pen setter got stuck. So he decided to try to fix it himself, and he stuck his hand in there, and it got oh. wedged in. And whatever that uh, mechanism is that resets the pins, it goes back and forth like this. So it was just impaling his hand over and over Oof. and over again mm. until his 16-year-old son got a uh, uh, saw and sawed him out of there. Wow. How do you know how to do that? I'd be he, like, he, didn't, he was just like, I got to do something. And he yeah. just went and found a saw and just started sawing. And I, you know, and I thought maybe he might have started sawing his got his father's hand off because Oof. they couldn't get it out of there. But is it going to lose his hand? No, they repaired it, but it's going to take a long time and he may have lost the function. They don't know yet. Mm. And that's his primary hand. Yeah, mine's wow. my left hand, so I don't use it as much. He's going to have a whole Jeff the Drunk situation with that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fucked Cause up. Because that could change your whole life. I'm He's impressed a pretty that successful a guy, guy. I'm impressed that a guy who owns a bakery has a bowling alley in his house. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I didn't know baking was like the new thing. You know? Oh, he's huge. <laughs> you got to uh, yeah. understand what's going on in the industry. You know what would be cool? They like cut off his hand. And they give him a hand that, like, has an attachment for a cake mixer. And, like, all he has to do, like, now he's like. Change the, the beaters. Yeah, he's like a transformer. Like, he just fucking. And now he becomes even more successful. He's like, shit, I should have cut my hand off years ago. Like, now I have a fucking cake Who mixer. Knew? <laughs> you know, and then when people meet him, they're like, oh, you must be a baker. God, you, 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 you eliminated your hand, morphed into a cake mixer. You're, he's you're like so Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you really well, love your business. The other yeah. thing I saw was that they created something for this guy who couldn't play the piano anymore. It's some gloves that he could put on and it moves. I suppose it moves his fingers and then he can play the piano again. Yeah, I'm thinking so to get one of those. There. I'm thinking to get one of those. It's called the Billy Joel glove. You get it and you play like <laughs> Billy Joel. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, I need that. one that can actually play the piano. <laughs> yeah. You have anything that, like a cake mixer you can attach to my stump so I can get in there and cook? <laughs> Jesus, what a horrible story. That is just oh, the worst. Terrible. Oh, God. Be, uh, Howard, can, I, can I tell you something real quick? Sure. Quick announcement. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna be oh yeah, a, I, I know about I'm going to be Go a ahead. dad again. I, I was afraid he was going to say that. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Congratulations, Richard. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. You mean the guy who made the decision to sit and shit and wear it to a bar is going to be somebody's father again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, was this congratulations. Plan? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, we've been trying for a while. Yeah. Would you know what you're having? Boy. Boy, you, you boy. knock out you knock out those boys, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta have somebody to keep how's, Bubby busy. How's Bubby gonna take this, Howard? Oh, you, you hear Bubby in the background. He's already <laughs> reacting. We need somebody <laughs> to wear Bubby out. 
<laughs> you would think like you know, Bubby's a tough kid. You know, Bubby cries a lot and screams and has to get his way. No, you know, re- no, that was like he that day was something that was tough, different because okay. both his parents were not like paying attention to him. Well, well what's going to happen when you have a new baby and you can't pay attention to Bubby? Well, I'll be on Bubby duty and, and my wife will be on new baby duty. Yeah. Oh, so and you'll be sitting in duty. Job too. <laughs> I'll be sitting in duty. There'll be a lot of duty going on. Yeah. Now your your son is named after a um a Philadelphia Eagles player. What will you do with the new son? Will you use another football player's name? No. My wife picked out the name Cameron cuz she likes it and I picked out the name Chuck after a friend of mine that passed away 19 years ago. So it's Cameron Chuck Christie. Why wouldn't you name your kid Lars after the drummer in Metallica? <laughs> yeah, what happened to music? Yeah, that's like, kind music of a ball. <laughs> Denmark. That's a Denmark name. <laughs> yeah, but Lars Christie. Lars doesn't start with a C. Exactly. That oh. Lars. You notice that all, it's Carson. Yeah. And what's the no, new baby's Cam- name? Cameron Chuck Christie. Cameron. Oh, is that what it is? You lose all C's? Yeah, yeah, it's just a fun little C-C. thing. Christy, C-C-C. Carson, Cameron. He's trying to start his own dynasty. You know, like the Kyle. Kardashians are all K's. The Christies are all C's. Keeping up with the Christies, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy on the Eagles, Carson, is having a really bad year after um, Richard named his kid. It, it just like fucked his whole career up. <laughs> we cursed him. <laughs> you cursed My him. wife is so pissed at the Eagles. You, she goes nuts on Twitter. Like, she really? just goes crazy. Yeah, she's like the most hardcore sports fan I've ever met in my life. And the huh. Eagles, the, well, J.D. was pissed, too, because his team and the Eagles tied on Sunday. It was like the <laughs> lamest ending ever. <laughs> yeah. The Eagles were good like a couple of years ago. What happened? Well, that's the thing. They won a Super Bowl the year that Carson was born. So we're all good. But since right. then... It's been a little rough, but hey, I'm a Chiefs fan, and they freaking killed it last night. They beat the Ravens, like the two best teams in football, and they won. So, yeah, Chiefs are going. again, right? He's for real. He's oh, for Mahomes. real. Yeah, he is the best. He's Mahomes. incredible. Yeah, I think they're That's going to guy. the Super Bowl again. Look at he's wearing oh. the shirt. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's it say? Mahomes Kelsey 2020. Look at you. You're like a five year old. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Let's see. I'm looking at your wife's Twitter account. We can't draft for years. Can't coach. Can't play QB. QB has more interceptions and overthrows than TDs. Receivers, half rookies, half injured. No beers. Deaf, hot, and cold, mostly cold. Kicker only makes field goals from afar, if even given the chance. Bad Play calling, no OC. <laughs> I think she's gunning to be the new coach. <laughs> what's her deal? I mean, how'd she get so into football? I mean, uh, what's her, going on? Her, her dad is a huge Eagles fan. and she, It's like that movie, um, what's the movie um, with Bradley Cooper where his dad's like a crazy Eagles fan? Um, he won an Oscar Silver, for it, I think. Silver Linings Silver Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. Silver Linings yeah. Playbook. Like Robert De Niro in that movie, that's like my wife's dad. Like yeah. crazy hardcore Eagles fan. So she just grew up like that. Hmm. And well, she, you know, uh, they've got some women on the field now. You know, there, were, there yeah, was a woman awesome. officiating this past mm-hmm. the, 
Sunday and a couple of people, a couple of women on the coaching staffs. Yeah, the 49ers. You're making me think of something funny. The sports announcers, what they did while while there was no sports. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of these guys I know, he's from Kansas City. My buddy Sean. Do all Kansans know each other? (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, they sure do. Kansan broadcasters, anyway. Yeah. The NFL season kicked off in the off in the beginning of this month, and everyone was happy because, uh, especially happy, were the sports announcers because they had nothing to do. There was no sports. You know, athletes could still train in lockdown, but announcers had to get creative, keep their play-by-play muscles strong. Joe Buck, as you know, we've had Joe on the show many times. Yeah. He's one of the top sports announcers out there. He was going stir crazy in quarantine. In March, he asked fans to send him home videos so he could call them like he would a sports event, which is kind of funny. But here's Joe calling a video of a guy playing beer pong. Listen to this. All right, we've got five cups left. He's over halfway there. There's number six. That means there are four left. My math skills are off the charts. Unbelievable. Three left. He's got seven in a row. Knocks the cup off the table, but the ball was in. We're going to count that. Again, having trouble down at the far end. Can he do it? And ten in a row. Unbelievable. Look at the celebration. Oh the ball God. is in the cup and my career is in the toilet. i got to have something. <laughs> I believe that we were the ones who gave Joe Buck the idea to do sports commentary on ordinary things because one time uh, J.D. was eating. Joe Buck was up at our station and a guest of ours, and we said to him, hey, J.D.'s going to eat his lunch. Can you just go over there and do the play-by-play? And if you remember that moment, it was killer. Oh, great. And now as we oh. speak, the breakfast is making its way down here to J.D.'s office. 643 calories of beautiful breakfast sandwich for J.D. And there's the first bite. The first bite is being chewed, but he can't get it down his throat because he's just a little too excited. He's laughing. J.D. is now bent over. This will consist of the majority of his cardio for the day. All right, bite number two. He went for the corner. J.D., now he's going to get some water. Now I'm getting the finger. I've never gotten the finger from somebody that I'm calling play-by-play for. i got to tell you, I love Joe Buck because... It just shows you only a professional would have those calorie stats when he goes 630 calories of breakfast. I mean, that's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I got to watch him do that. It was fun to watch. It was cool. He's something. Uh, Here's another guy, MMA announcer, Sean Wheelock. I know MMA is back, but uh, I guess for a while they weren't even doing MMA. I guess you couldn't until they figured out how to start testing everybody and all that. So he was working for this, this is unbelievable, for a sex webcam site. And what he announces. What's going on there? Well, for people Making who are money. blind. <laughs> no, people who are blind. Oh. Yeah, he announces live webcam sex shows. <laughs> this is a so good the, idea. Yeah, so the visually impaired will know what's going on. I, thank God I have sight, because I just don't think I could jerk off to this. No offense to Sean Wheelock, but here's Sean announcing. Bell Helen's webcam show. You'd have a huge cock. And the opening from Bell Helen on I'm Live. The webcam host leaving no doubt as to what we will see, and immediately we see the backside view of Bell Helen. Dressed in white, wearing high heels, white linens on her bed. 
Bell Helen Caucasian has a tan. We see the tan lines as well. And immediately going to work with her left hand into her vagina, the right hand over edges of the vagina and two fingers towards the anus. Two finger insertion with the left hand by Bell Helen into the vagina, also working with the right hand, two fingers into the anus. Bell Helen, a very fast start. Now bringing out a black phallus with blue light as well. Taking the phallus not to the vagina, but to the anus. And there is the insertion from Bell Helen into the anus fully now. Body quivering, breast shaking for Bell Helen. Awesome. I love this guy. I like that. I oh, mean, you I, don't get hard or, or, or excited, but it's How do you funny. know what I got? I'm packing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm hard, I'm, I'm hard right now. <laughs> I think the best bit would be to have this guy, Sean Wheelock, come over to my house. Like last night, uh, Beth and I did. Beth gave me the uh, green light, and uh, it would be great to have him do a play. But there he is, Stern getting into bed in his underwear and T-shirt. We're imagining it will have to come off. Beth entering the room in a silky robe, somewhat see-through. Beth removes the robe. She's wearing panties, and she gets into the bed next to Howard. After some small talk, Howard indicates that he wants to rub her buttocks in order to get aroused. Uh, that's Howard's go-to move. He strokes Beth's buttocks. And begins to get an arousal. Oh, we see, we see something stirring in his underpants. Stern indicating that uh, he is getting hard. Uh, giving Beth some kisses. Rubbing some titty. Back on the ass again. And now he's fully hard. We're imagining uh, insertion. Oh, wait a second. Stern says he's removing his underpants, but he has to kill the lights first and close the shade. <laughs> Yeah, the shades are going down, the lights are off. It is pretty dark, but we can see here from uh, ringside what's happening. Yes, Stern we're, is fully... We're going to night vision. <laughs> Stern is a full three inches and ready to perform. He pulls off his T-shirt, indicating to Beth that it's about to happen. Stern climbing on top, looking somewhat like a praying mantis as he crawls all over her. Yep. Looks like missionary. That's how these two like to start. And Stern now uh, struggling to put it in. Beth has to give him the assist. She holds the head of his penis and guides it into her vagina. Yep. <laughs> you think uh, by now he'd know, but he doesn't. <laughs> Howard cracks a few jokes. <laughs> Beth tells him to shut up and to stop talking and get busy because she has to go downstairs and feed all the foster cats. There is a time limit here. And wait a second. Looks like Beth's having some trouble. Howard's necklace is bashing into her teeth as he begins to thrust. Wait a minute. Necklace. I didn't hear anything about the uh, application of a condom. Well, I was trying to keep that off the air, but it happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the Blind way, if you look closely, like <laughs> if you look closely, you see a tear falling out of Beth's eyes. <laughs> Somewhat disturbing. Stern thrusting now. You know, you, I won't continue, but, you know, that's the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I like this guy. Give him a shout out. Buddy. I think he that's... should be added to porn. Sean Wheelock. And, and for a good cause. I mean, it's weird. I don't know that you could beat off to that. I should close could, my eyes and could like, a, listen to uh, it. A visually challenged person call us and tell us whether this works or not? 
Uh, they would, but they're actually smoking a cigarette right now. <laughs> uh, Sean doesn't just announce what the performers are doing. He also gives shout outs to people who are watching the show and tipping because tipping is oh. how these, uh, yeah. This is how people make money, so listen to yeah. this. Sandra Moon now looking for manual stimulation, taking two fingers, two middle fingers on her right hand and rubbing into the vagina as well. The comments continue to pour in from the members. Top tippers coming in, and number one on the leaderboard is hooked on a feeling one. Look at the anus of Cassandra Moon, full buttock exposure, and also we see the phallus still inserted into the vagina as the tips continue to roll in. More tips. Seven just rolling in, hooked on a feeling one. Still the top tippers. We've reached 143 on the tips. More tips now coming in as we have 135 remaining and up to 164 tips for Cassandra Moon. Blind wow. date 18-18 on the leaderboard, leaderboard as well as one of the top three tippers. I have to tell you, the loads are flying everywhere. Are. <laughs> Somewhere out there, losers are ejaculating all over the place. <laughs> You're a uh, top tipper. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And whoa, there's the top tipper. <laughs> How nice that people tip. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to watch for free. Let some other asshole tip. Yeah, she's doing it anyway. Why are you yeah. tipping? <laughs> Uh, oh, this is pretty good, too. and you, You'd want to hear this part. Sometimes the performer is so loud and getting into what they're doing that they drown out Sean. And uh, I don't think the blind people care. Well, it's, uh, obviously. Oh, here it is. Yeah, do you like it? But do you want more diamond? Emma Cruz continuing so to talk on camera to the webcam member. The exposure of the anus, the exposure of the vagina. You heard the slap and the slap again. That's with her right hand. Three slaps in total onto her buttocks. Now moving her buttocks up and down. Waving up and down is again that continually inserted pink remotely controlled vibrator. Another slap once more. More slaps. Slaps on the buttocks with her right hand. And now to the left hand. And the slaps continue from Emma Cruz. Raining down on the slaps. Oh, yeah. These are parked on the camera. She's looking over her right shoulder. 